welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa New to PapaNew.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Real Workers, Lady Mute of HouseOfSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California, bringing us today's topic on blessing and cursing from the same mouth. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hooded conjure or root work as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up, have the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com and calls into the show. We'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. Uh, we'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Miss Cat and Contramal Lee. Miss Cat? Hi. Thanks for being here for us every day, Papa Newt. It's nice hey, to always have your reliable self. And um, all the way from the uh, lovely Midwest. Um, things here are just about the same as they have been. Uh, people ask me if we felt that big old uh, series of earthquakes in Southern California. No, we did not. We're farther north of the Bay and San Francisco Bay, and we did not feel them. But our our heart goes out to everybody from Southern California, and I know that includes um, Contraman Ali, is home based in Southern California, and. And uh, so is our guest today, uh, Lady Muse. And I know on good report, neither of them were involved. So (laughs) for all of those sending those frantic little Facebook messages to me, we're all cool. It's all good. (laughs) So uh, um, the um, only other things that are new that I'd like to talk about really have nothing much to do with this show or with our sponsor, the Lucky Mojo Curio Company. They have to do with one of our other sponsors, which is AIR, Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers. So um, most of the guests and and our announcer, our co-host, most of the people associated with the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour have been members of AIR. We also have other people who are not members of AIR who come on as guests fairly regularly. AIR... And as the little ad says, you know, it's an independent uh, network of psychic readers and root workers. And uh, we have a website, which is readersandrootworkers.org or rootworkers.com. You can find it just by going to Google and typing in Readers and Root Workers um, Association, and you'll find it. And there are hundreds and hundreds of pages at AIR. And I happen to be, among my many other jobs in life, I happen to be the lead editor of the AIR website. I'm not the owner of AIR by any means. It's a cooperative. It's a collective of all the members uh, working together. And the actual owner of the site is the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches. And um, the um, work that we do at AIR, every Tuesday we have a little meeting called the Tick Team Meeting. Uh, Contraband Ali used to be a member of that. He's 
uh, gone on to his academic career. We don't see him much anymore on Tuesdays. Papa Newt has been for a long time on the tech team. Other members of the tech team include Nagashiva, John St. Germain, um, Miss Michael has just recently joined us. Lady Muse has been on the tech team for quite a while and doing very well learning how to write and code web pages. So this is going out, first of all, to all of those of you who are professional psychics and readers and root workers who are listening to the show, and I know a lot of you do. You might want to consider joining AIR. It's good value for the money. You pay $100 a year and you get listed on multiple hundreds of pages. But we're just now embarking on a new program. And uh, Ali, you should pay attention. Papa Newt knows about it, I think. Miss um, mm. Michael knows about it. We're starting a new section of the AIR website called the Outreach and Services section. We have a section for divination. We have a section for um, types of spell work, you know, candle magic, dolls, mojo bags, and so forth. Um, we have a section for conditions, love, money, health, protection. This is going to be another section, and it's on what we do that is extra services. We've already started a couple of pages. One is on um, teachers, teachers of air. Another one is called metaphysical authors of air. And um, if you are a member of air and listening to this, do tune in to the air forum, and you'll know where that is. It's a private forum for air members. We are going to be sending out calls on a weekly basis, calls for listings. And there are going to be calls for listings for, well, we've got one for the radio shows, hosts, of course. But we're going to be doing one for webcasts and webinar. We're going to be doing another. These are all different pages at the AIR site. Um, We're going to be doing one um, for church pastors and so forth and so on. There's going to be a lot happening that's going to be increasing the reach and scope of the AIR site at no increase in cost to the air members. We're just doing this. I estimated that if I did all the work myself, and I'm a fast worker and didn't have the team helping me, just did it all myself, I would probably charge someone about $6,000 for the work. Just a guess, a rough guess. And I'd be done very quickly. But we meet every Tuesday, and it's a volunteer thing. We all we all do it volunteer. Air does not get charged for this. Papa Newt contributes his time. Lady Muse contributes. Nagashiva does. I do. John, Jeremy Weiss has been a member of the tech team. Miss Michael has just signed up for it. So we're going to bring this to to pass, and um, AIR is going to be able to better serve you because it will offer more services than just reading and root work. Okay. Just wanted to kind of put a little ad in there for one of our sponsors who's been with us a long time. Okay. Um, oh, and Miss Athena is, look at that. Miss Athena is in the chat log, and um, Miss Athena says, I keep missing the tech team meetings. I know she's got a, other things scheduled at that time. But um, I'm going to tell Miss Athena, you can do tech work anytime as long as you let me know, um, and I will uh, check your work after. So she knows that now. <laughs> so, All right. Um, having said all of that, and I'm sorry that took a long time, but it's an important message because it's a real mm. uh, jump forward, you know. Um, tell me what's up with you, Conjurman Ali. What's, where are you at these days? Oh, you know, being being my usual uh, busy self, I will say uh, something quite interesting. Not to not to toot my own horn, but I thought it was quite fascinating. Is a couple weeks back we did the uh, show on astrology with um, William Stickovers. 
and we we all looked at the solstice and the chart and we made some predictions and in one of the the, the things i said is i actually looked at the lot of bureaucrats uh, or the lot of administration and oh, yes, it, I you remember also, that. Mm-hmm. and you also mentioned uh about increasing tensions and, and issues with metal and gases and whatnot and we all kind of predicted a sort of increase uh, in in what was going on in the tension in Iran. Well, one, your prediction came totally true. Iran just recently increased its enrichment of uranium, mm-hmm. right? That's come right up mm-hmm. to what you were mentioning, uh, m- materials, oils, ga- all that. Like, that's right there, right? And then mm-hmm. really like five days later, uh, the Trump administration sent out warplanes ready to bomb uh, Iran, and then at the last minute, turn those planes around. But we just found out that the reason why there was this kind of change of heart was that it was a literal battle between the bureaucrats. There was half of his advisors, the CIA advisor, State Department, etc., were all pro-bombing Iran in retaliation for the dropping of the drone. Uh, And the other half of the uh, bureaucrats which were like people from the Defense Department, some other individuals, were all against it. So the, a lot of bureaucrats was playing out quite visibly on, on the kind of world stage. And I remember reading that and going, ah, this is why we do astrology. So I thought that was mm-hmm. quite interesting, and I'd share with you. <laughs> That's, that is really, uh, really important. When, when one makes astrological predictions, you know, you're mm. throwing them into the void. Um, yeah. I watched I watched this all play out too, but thank you for taking a moment to crow about it because all of us we all predicted this. William, you and me, yep. we all we all saw yep. different aspects of it: the bureaucrats, the 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 oil and chemicals, the mm-hmm. threats of war, the words. Everything all happened. It was amazing yep. how it all actually came to pass exactly as we predicted it, and. Um, I've been an astrologer long enough to know that this is commonplace among good astrologers. Sometimes yeah. we talk shorthand. We don't always talk to our clients. We say like this is, you know, but but it's a good thing to have a show like that every once in a while. Go, okay, here's your map for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it really um, was a, a a map, and you could just see it, Dave. Oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's the enrichment of the of the uranium at this cat. You know, like, you could see it just mapping out. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, that was, um, we scored on that one, all three of us, and we were kind of feeding off each other, and Ollie mm-hmm. just uh, typed it into the chat log, uh, in the chat room, go back and listen to the show in the archives, absolutely, folks, if you want to see three, and I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, too boastful of myself, but if you want to see three really hot astrologers predict something, <laughs> it all comes up, check it out, check it out, we, we, we just nailed it, I mean, it was totally mm-hmm. right on. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, so um, the uh, Nagashiva mentions the link can be found at the Lucky Mojo forum, and you, all you have to do is find the date, and then um, you just click on that, and you can then play the the link to the show, and you can play all of our past shows. We're working on a thing right now where we're going to get all of our past shows in a much more accessible format. Uh, Nagashiva is working on this with the famous um, team of Wilson and Leonid, um, our strange collaborators who nobody knows about. Um, Wilson and Leonid are working on um, a new presentation situation for all of our past archive shows, of which there are hundreds, and not just our shows, but also all the other shows that we do. Um, 
as well on the network. Okay. Wow. Um, ah, Leonad, not Leonid. Excuse me. Leonad. All right. Um, I just got a little message here in the chat. <laughs> so let's say let's leaving all of the um procedurals behind, let's get to our topic. And I know people are gonna to want mm-hmm. to talk about this. Um so first of all, welcome, welcome, Lady Muse. Welcome. Well hello. Good to be here. <laughs> it, and now uh, you you made it through the earthquake? Oh my goodness. Yes, we were rattling and rolling over here. Seven point one. Oh my goodness. And uh, we're still on watch. Thank God no one's hurt was hurt and no damages and things of that nature. A couple of um, my altars kind of fell just a little bit, some of the statues we were using. And, you know, but we made it out okay. And just um, being on alert, you know, staying ready. You know, they always say that you stay ready so you don't have to get ready, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. we were looking at the news, and unfortunately some people, they admitted they were not ready. Do you have your backpack, the emergency backpack, mm-hmm. you know, a pair of sweats, tennis shoes, water, you know, EMR, you know, something where if you got to get out of here quickly, you can. You know, some some of the places, um, they ended up catching fire, some of the houses, you know, and we're praying for those families that, you know, uh, were in that area where it actually hit hit. And, um, you know, um, I'm just, I just thank God every day. You know, we thank God for technology so that if we do have to make a quick escape today, I can uh, mm-hmm. take my office to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll yeah. still do the show. <laughs> That's right. So, That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and this, this is an unusual situation because they're saying there might be more of them. And usually when mm-hmm. it shakes, exactly. it relieves the tension. And then they're done for a while. But they're saying this is kind of an iffy situation. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And we'll, they're, we'll, they're expecting the next one to be, you know, bigger. And uh, I yeah. tell you, we've been feeling them even all last night. You can, you know, feel the house swaying and, and it, it, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking. But, you know, God has got our back. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. God has got our back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we'll see. Well, like they say, have have some have some water in in buckets, and yeah. um, you know with lids on them. That's a good way because water. If the water lines break, that's you know then you're in trouble. <laughs> you need water yeah, before yeah. you need food. All right. right. Well, good luck to you all, and and uh, we're we're hoping that it just it it's just a passing thing. It's like that solstice is just going to whoops go mm-hmm. by, but it is kind of a, yeah. an oddity. All right. Well. Um, Let's see. We're, we're today we're talking about cursing and blessing with the same mouth, or blessing and cursing with the same mouth. So, as usual, I'm going to make a little introduction, turn it over to our guest. She's going to talk, and then we'll all jump in and do a little pile on of ideas. Blessing and cursing with the same mouth is an is an interesting concept. In some cases, people specialize in cursing. In some mm. cases, people won't curse at all and specialize in blessing. There are some people, such as myself, who can bless and curse with the same mouth. And sometimes the blessing is a curse, and sometimes the curse is a blessing. And very often what I do is I take what I call the lawyerly position. And my way of working, and this is just maybe unique to me, but I'm not, probably not unique. I just don't. I was never taught this. This is how I came up with it is to uh, take it to God and let God sort it out. In other words, 
Um, Lord, bless those who deserve to be blessed. Curse those who deserve to be cursed. You heard me say it. Now, please, Lord, do as I ask. Um, I base that a lot on Psalms number one, and must be the first Psalm for a reason. But Psalms number one is about you know dividing the the wheat from the tares, or the sheep from the goats, and the godly from the ungodly. And if you just say Psalms number one, you are blessing and cursing with the same mouth in the same Psalms. Now Psalms one is is not unique in that, but it's short, and so. Uh, what I would recommend to anybody who wants to understand blessing and cursing with the same mouth, there's there's your go-to psalm, Psalms number one. All right, now I'm going to turn this on over to you, Lady Muse, and you tell me what you have to say about it. Okay, well, I have a little something short and sweet, just addressing the internal battle of balance. And um, and I do like that Psalms number one, Miss Cat. You just really, really hit the nail on the head with that one. It's very <laughs> short and sweet, and you can do both. Um, many mm-hmm. people struggle with turning the other cheek. At what point is left-handed root work? Curses justified. Some people think you have to be all one-sided, and there is no in-between. Linda the good witch or the wicked witch of the West? The question, <laughs> is it possible for positive-thinking people full of love and like be the embodiment of both blessings and curses? And I like how you put that. You said you do it. And I agree. I do it too, Miss Cat. <laughs> There are those that truly have internal battles within themselves when it comes down to spiritual warfare against another individual or a situation. And then on the flip side, you have those that just don't give a hot dog and stay ready to stick their foot in someone's actually no question, okay? (laughs) Now, there is a time (laughs) and a place for everything. So today, everyone can exhale to, yes, you can bless and curse someone at the same time, okay? Now, first, I just wanted to, let's look at the term blessing and the term curse as the dictionary Mm -hmm. describes it. So everybody can be on the same page. To bless is to invoke divine care for or to confer prosperity or happiness upon. To curse is the uh, solemn utterance intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone or something. Now, as we grow in our spiritual practices, we come to understand the importance of balance, being equipped with a strong left and right hand, understanding the concept of the punishment should fit the crime. Curse throwing just because of jealousy or envy to me is a pump move done by empty people. Empty people that have no sense of creativity and they operate in barren fields. It is so important for spiritual service providers that do left-handed root work on behalf of clients to divine and let your spirit guides open up the whole story before you get involved. When the story opens up, we can then advise them accordingly, giving them options to reach their desired results, keeping in mind that what you give out is what you give back. So we reap what we sow. Now, Mm -hmm. for those of us that believe we were created in the image of the force that created the universe and everything else, this force created duality, life, death, happiness, sadness, positive, negative, blessings, and curses. As we understand this concept, it shouldn't be hard to understand that we, which were created in this image, should have the same attributes running through our veins, the ability to bless and curse out of the same mouth. Let's think about this. 
someone's curse can be your blessing. You can also bless someone with a curse. For example, you need a raise or promotion. Your supervisor is an unruly butthead. Bless that supervisor with a cursed, higher, cursed, higher position so that their current position can open up for you and then sweeten them up to refer you for the job. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, here's another one. You want to get rid of someone trying to move in on your territory, whether it's love or finances, you know, you can adjust the intent accordingly. You can bless them with their own territory that will engulf them with so much needed attention. That curse will keep them overly occupied where they will not have the time nor the energy to invade your space, and there is your blessing. Miss Kat? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, that you've hit something that I talk about a lot with my clients. They want to, you know, that woman must die. You know, the things she did, she <laughs> accused me of this and that and the other on the job. And, and I just, yes. the, the whole the whole uh, staff is up in arms because of what she did, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, and I yes. say, well, I say things like, gee, I'm getting here that what she really wants is a baby. I mean, you know, I'll oh. do a card reading, right? And I got, right. she wants a baby. Oh. And and let's bless her with maternity leave. <laughs> There you go. There you go. um, We don't, you know, we don't need to have her, you know, flip her vehicle and catch fire on the I five. Let her stay home with. Let her stay home with her baby. And while and while we're at it, maybe her husband gets a promotion and she doesn't have to go back to work for four or five years. Doesn't even have to come back. There you go. It doesn't have to come (laughs) back at all. Right. There you go. so that that is a, a very now there are people who say ah oh, but I cannot I cannot mm. um, do that for this person this person raped my sister well that's a different thing that's, that's now we're talking story, um, yep. you know but again uh, maybe maybe when you talk about this person raped my sister and you want to curse them again I would not just say damn them to hell for what they did I'd say you know Lord. Um, we're having trouble with this person here. Um, please take him home, <laughs> wherever that may be. <laughs> take him home, Jesus. Take him home. Um, and oh, it may be to goodness. hell. That's right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> take him home. Take him home. Take him home. Take him home. So, so yeah, I, I feel that it's, it's a delicate balance. It really is. Yes, a, it is. Um, you know, a, a, and, um, of course, there's a classic one when there's a, you know, that other lady is messing with my husband and he's beginning mm-hmm. to be tempted. And then you say, well, all she really wants is a husband. She doesn't need to go. break her leg and, and have, you know, fall on the on the side, sidewalk and have a broken nose. No, she just needs to run into a nice, handsome young man who takes her home. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so you can bless with a curse, and you can curse with a blessing. For instance, in Psalms one, let only you know none but the righteous, uh, as they say in the old uh, hymn, none but the righteous shall see God, and uh, that is a mm. that's a blessing, but it's also a, it's an exclusion. None but the mm. righteous shall see God. Think about that for a moment. That is a curse. Um, what do you have to say about this, Ali? Oh, you know I. This is a fascinating topic, and I think uh, there's a couple things to note here. First, there's this understanding somehow that uh, people who don't do curses or people who won't speak curses are weaker uh, or that they don't have the strength to work a curse. 
And that's actually not true uh, in any way, shape, or form. Let me tell you, a person who blesses still gets what they want at the end of the day. Um, and this is a, a misconception. I think it comes a lot from people understanding magic in a sort of D&D fashion. If I want what I if I want something, someone needs to bend the knee before me for me to get it. And that's not actually mm. true in any way, shape, no. or form. Right. A truly right. powerful person gets what they want by blessing. And uh, I've seen it. I've seen I've seen root workers who won't curse people, but they get exactly what they want. You know, okay, that person's bothering me. They moved on to another job, not because I hot-footed them or ruined their life or destroyed it all, but I I blessed them on their way. And guess what? They're no longer bothering me at my job. So this is this is a very important part of understanding uh, blessing. The other component is that uh, those who are gifted for this work, and, and I do think that it takes a level of gifting. And Miss Cat, you've spoken, uh, you have this ability. I think Lady Muse, I suspect you very much have this ability. I have this ability. It's the ability to reach out and call God's power. You know, mm-hmm. you don't always have to light a candle. You don't always have to, the ability to reach out in prayer and have your prayer answered by God. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to be careful with what you say. Words really matter here. Um, and, you, and I think that I, I, I apply that to my daily life. I try not to lose my temper. I try not to speak uh, without thinking. I'm very careful because mm-hmm. I try not to lie. Uh, uh, one of the things is that you avoid lying because whatever your tongue does, it manifests in the world. You're able to kind of call God's power. And so this becomes, a, a, you know, a way of also cultivating the ability to, to bless and curse at the same time. If you're careful with your words, if you cultivate that um, control over, over your tongue and what your tongue can truly manifest, then you have the gift to be able to curse and bless at the same time, mm-hmm. how they happen at the same time. Uh, there's a very famous uh, saying, and it's attributed both to the ancient Greeks and to the ancient Chinese, and it's a very good example of a curse and a blessing. And it's, uh, may you live in interesting times, right? Well, the idea is that living in interesting times means that those are some really crazy times. That is both mm-hmm. a blessing and a curse at the same time. So I, I mm-hmm. think there's, there's a couple things to remember here, that blessings are extremely powerful. You don't have to be sitting there cursing everyone to demonstrate, you know, oh, this is how I get what I want. No, blessings mm-hmm. can get what you, what you want. What you put out there also comes back to you. Um, not in the sort of mm-hmm. threefold way I, I don't I ascribe to the kind of Wiccan path, but I do believe in in kind of the reverberation of energy overall. You know, you like you bake cookies in the house, your house is going to smell of cookies for a few like hours, cookies. and it's going right. to, and you know, people mm-hmm. are going to sniff around. But if on the other hand, mm-hmm. you you know, flinging around dog shit in your house, your house is going to smell like dog <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> that's, that's that's the reality of it. <laughs> So be mindful of your tongue and what you invoke is really like, I think, uh, an important component of understanding the knee, the balance between cursing and blessing in, in one mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, there's something else, too, that um, Miss Michael uh, talked about, which was um, a curse or blessing that she gave to someone. Um, paraphrasing it was that, you know, may this person be happy and have everything she wants as long as she leaves where I am at. So that's mm. conditional. That, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a conditional mm-hmm. blessing. It, the yeah. result is to send the person away, but it's, um, you know, may, may she be happy far, far away. And that's a, that's mm. a good far one. I, I like that. And, um, and uh, you know, this is the kind of work that um, I do a lot. 
I think that most mm-hmm. of us who are gentle people are familiar with this kind of, of work. Um, Shiva calls it translocation in the chat room here. And um, that's it. One of the best ways to curse people is with translocation. However, mm-hmm. there are people who really do need to be cursed. In other words, translocating them mm-hmm. other than to hell is it's, not going to work. Right, they, uh, exactly. translo- they can only be translocated <laughs> yes. to the graveyard. That's when right. You do yeah. that, when you do that, ask a blessing on their victims. In other words, yes. may mm-hmm. all those who suffered at the hands of so-and-so and who are suffering still, may they be blessed and healed, and may they yes. ask for a blessing and healing that this person be removed as well as I'm asking for it. Mm. So you uh, you actually are sort of getting together a posse <laughs> to, to run yes. this God. Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, blessing someone's victims is so. Is so I mean, one of the important strategies here too is like you're, if you're blessing someone's victims, those victims may eventually rise up against their abuser. So you, mm-hmm. this is a yes, way is of, of of bringing of using goodness and blessings and whatnot to still you know deal with a troublesome mm-hmm. person. I mean, this we see evidence of this is even in the Bible, right? That God giving mm-hmm. a blessing to another kingdom or another or another. You know, a person, and that person is able to kind of overthrow. You know, the, the case of mm-hmm. uh, of of Saul and David, right? Rise up, yes. David. Mm-hmm. David was a good so one. Abyss, That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you rise up the good, and they will deal mm-hmm. with the evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a there are ways that we do this. Now we've been talking about cursing and blessing with the voice. Mm. <laughs> I would be remiss if I did not mention the book Cursing and Crossing by Miss Aida, which has many ways to curse yes. and cross people with mm-hmm. um, physical-type work, not just candles, not just prayers, mm-hmm. but um, mention of dog shit was mentioned. And there's other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. things to step in. Usually footprint, uh, put track magic is used for this kind of work on the basis that you would know them well enough and be near enough to them. Um, and um, blessing is often done with baths. And it can be done with incense and it can be done with candles. But traditionally speaking, if you go back into the roots of root work, very often a blessing is done with a prayer and a bathing mm-hmm. and for, for a kind of spiritual cleaning coupled with physical cleaning. And a curse is often done um, in a foot track or at a person's house, under their house. It can be hidden mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's the proverbial doll baby stuck with pins. And those kinds of curses um, are also part of the work we do. But right now what we're trying to talk about is more the words because it's about the mouth, right? This is the mouth. Mm -hmm. So when you curse a person using a physical um, stand-in, such as a doll or a figural candle, you do have to pray a curse really is words it's it's not just stab 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 it's you know mm-hmm. for all the evil that you've done and on evil you right. stab for all the evil that you've done for all the lies that you've told for all mm-hmm. the thefts you've committed for all the harm you've inflicted and on each one of those words that i emphasize i would be stabbing this thing with a fork or a knife or whatever a pins mm-hmm. i mean i would be doing that work but it comes from the mouth comes from the mouth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a curse, a like spoken hammer. curse. <laughs> a hammer is good, too. Ever get a hammer. Definitely with a hammer. Well, I'm one of those, you know, little fork stabbers myself. But, um... <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> we all have our ways. I like butcher knives too. Um, so, um, and a blessing is usually done with different physical gestures, and the gestures mm-hmm. would be yes. with the hand, and they are often pouring, shaping, following the auric outline of the body, um, upholding, uplifting. If you think about it for a moment, just think of the way a preacher talks and the gestures that they make with their hands when they talk about a blessing on the field. You can just see their hands mm-hmm. come up and together. You know, a blessing is sometimes shown as coming down from God. These are open-handed gestures without right. tools. Curses are usually done with a tool. Just saying, if you think about it, that's how it's done. That's so true, and and another kind of prime example of of a benediction is the hierophant, right? The raised mm-hmm. hand image in the tarot card. That's a very common one. You can see that with two hands and one hand. If you're doing a group, it's usually two hands. If it's one person, it's 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 one handed, and or the resting of the hand on someone's head. That that this is a blessing, or, or actual mm-hmm. touch. That's another way to bless. It's often very gentle. There uh, also uh, even specific words have the, this connotation. Uh, one very famous one is the word mercy. We often think mm-hmm. of the term mercy in terms of, oh, God, be merciful on me. But you can direct right. that outward. May God have mercy on you, or may you be granted God's mercy is often very coded. And what God determines as merciful is very different than our sort of binary moral idea of mercy. Mercy can be something like death. Uh, and most mm-hmm. people don't don't realize that, but it is. It's particularly in some Taking traditions them out of their in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, particularly in the Jewish folk tradition, in the Islamic folk tradition, in the Mediterranean, in the Middle East, uh, God's mercy is death sometimes. And so, asking mm-hmm. for God's mercy is an example of asking for a blessing, but giving the the thing on up to God uh, and letting mm-hmm. them do, letting God determine what is merciful. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true, and asking for God's mercy can be a prayer for death, and um, that's a very important, um, a, a very important consideration. Um, and be very careful, folks. You know, don't try this at home. Um, no, no, no. It, yes. There are so many people who've called me up over the years. I started off in magic. I cursed somebody. Something horrible happened to them. I've been guilty ever since. I don't want to even read tarot cards anymore. So always don't go into cursing on the idea that, oh, hey, what if it would work? Gee, it would be just like a TV show. If you're going to go into cursing, go into it knowing that it has a very good chance of working if God favors Mm -hmm. your petition. Um, Mm -hmm. It's easy to bless. It's difficult to Mm -hmm. curse and, and then realize that, this has actually happened. And I get calls all the time. Now, am I doomed to hell? I told, you know, this girl right. was going to come on a vacation with us. And this was in high school 25 years ago, and she was such a bitch. And, and I didn't want her to come on the vacation with us. And, and mm-hmm. I, I prayed to God, please keep her from coming on the vacation. And she got hit by a car, and she was in the hospital mm-hmm. for three months. And it's all my fault. Yeah. And, you know, and they've been carrying yeah. this guilt, right? Yeah, so, I tell people all the time, it's like, if you can't physically take you know, a bat to somebody, you shouldn't be reaching for the curse either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're, exactly. you've got, you've, you, uh, there's, I'm not to say that there aren't justifiable reasons to call for a curse, but there is a sort of like, oh, I guess some people perhaps don't take it as serious. 
You know, and, and you mentioned right there that scenario is a prime example of it. People who ask me mm-hmm. for curses, 90% of the time are people like, oh, I just don't want them to go on this trip with us, or I just don't want them to mm-hmm. be in the, right. the same job right. as me. So you want to you want to curse this person, make them lose mm-hmm. everything, their livelihood, their et cetera, because you don't like them? Mm-hmm. This, exactly. is, this is the question exactly. to raise. And in some cases, you're, you're absolutely right. It is harder to curse and then deal with the consequences after. But I would say mm-hmm. emotionally, like that sort of internal, it's harder to bless. It's our natural, I think, natural reaction to reach for the curse, to say that mm-hmm. mean thing, to reach out with right. our tongue and go in that moment of anger, oh, God, smite this person because they took my parking or they cut right. me mm-hmm. off right. in traffic, mm-hmm. right? Whereas on mm-hmm. the other hand, it takes a level of spiritual maturity to go, Lord, bless them. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that right. takes a level I think, of I think you that might not have, everyone is think, ready for. Yeah. Well, I think you have well, to ask the Lord to touch you first. You got to say, Lord, touch me first mm-hmm. to help me mm-hmm. hold my tongue, you know, so that I can mm-hmm. say the right thing and do the right thing, you know. That balances something else. It's a must. That's, a must. That's right. That's right. And, and um, I always think of the rhyme of the ancient mariner. You know, the person who, um, who you know, in the story, uh, you know, casually just shot and killed this bird, and then the albatross is hung around his neck for yes. the ever and ever and ever. People, I love people that. Who fling a, yeah, people who fling a curse and it comes true, that can become an albatross around your neck. So be careful mm-hmm. that you um, that, that you just you clean yourself. If you're making a curse, right. that you leave that curse with cleanliness mm-hmm. by saying, Lord, this is what I believe um, and I'm speaking from my heart, but if I am wrong, Lord, forgive me for what I asked for. Always end the curse by speaking to God. If you're calling down God's wrath, speak to God after two. Okay. All right. Well, this was a, a very interesting topic, and it's one that I think that many of our uh, newer listeners are going to benefit from. Some of the people in the chat, they've been around this a few times. They have their own way of dealing with it, but it is something that we need to consider. I'm going to turn this over to Papa Newt. We're going to take our first caller. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Demuth, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 315 in Syracuse, New York. This is Alana. Alana, are you there? Hi. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you fine. Welcome to the show. I see you're a long-time listener and a first-time caller. Thank you for entrusting us with your situation today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, I see you had not gone to any other uh, readers or reworkers, uh, either with Ms. Catherine Lee that you have one scheduled uh, with Ms. Catherine next week. Um, mm-hmm. Is that correct? All right. 
right. And Alana, we had to uh, briefly adjust your uh, your description of your situation for readability. And we and she wrote, uh, my my ex's sister my ex's ex's sister may have put a curse on me. She has never met me in person and has never personally personal effects of mine. However, from the day I began to date her brother, she told him I was not the right girl for him. After his visit to see his sister, we never saw each other again, but we had a long-distance relationship. Uh, eight days before he was due to fly and see uh, see me, he suddenly broke it off and uh, with me in five in a five-minute conversation. He refused to discuss the breakup. Then, less than a month later, I was in a car accident where my brakes failed and the mechanics could could find no reason. They failed four more mm. times, no reason each wow. time, before I had to just buy a new car. I cannot get my ex out of my head, although it has been seven months. It's all, uh, it's all as though the breakup just happened each day. Am I cursed? Can I remove the curse? Turn back to you, Ms. Cat. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Um, that's a very interesting situation. I'm going to ask a couple of questions. Number one, what is your sign of the zodiac? Um, my sign is Pisces. My rising is Sagittarius, and my moon is Aries, and my Venus is Capricorn. Oh my gosh! All right, I hope Nagashiva got that and wrote it down in the chat. <laughs> okay. Oh, he did. He's he's right there on it. Okay. And the the X. What sign is the X? The X is a Capricorn, and his Venus is in Pisces. Uh huh. And uh, you, so there is a link there between the two of you. You you've noticed this, and this is why you're telling me all of these yes. little parts of the chart. Do you yes. do astrology yourself? Um, not professionally, but it has been an interest of mine for probably about ten years. Okay, because I you you're obviously mm. you've picked up you picked up on some links here that I would. If I had a, re- a full chart in front of me instead of just a few mm-hmm. words, thank you for that because that does make a lot of sense. What's interesting mm-hmm. to me, though, is that you're a Pisces um, with Sag rising, you said, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. that would be someone who would be expected to be able to move on. You see, those are both mutable mm-hmm. signs. Yes. Right? I've never and, um, been able to move on. Yes. Yeah. Quite so that that's a, that's a, that would seem to me that somehow you were tied. I'm just saying that based on the astrology, that would be untypical for a Pisces with Sag rising. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to um, just answer the first question: Am I cursed? And I guess the next question is: Can I get rid of it? But we'll we'll hope we get to that too. So um, <laughs> the, yes, uh, the the answer to your question is yes. You were tied in some way to the situation. Um, the first card I have is called the Fool. Now, this is an interesting card because it it says that um, you kind of you were going looking for love, everything was sort of going nice, but there was a pitfall. But but you fell into it, and and this is not a card of it being your fault. It's not a curse card per se, but it says you did nothing wrong here. You sort of got involved with this situation, but it did lead to a fall on your part. The the uh, There was a warning. Uh, there's a dog, a little white dog, that warns you. I would say that that would indicate to me that somehow you kind of knew this was coming. There was something that was warning you. I don't know um, what. Little, yeah, he was just too perfect. 
I literally I was too well yeah something something yeah. there was something you could have read the signs on this one maybe ahead of time the next card is where the curse kicks in this is the ten of swords so this oh, sure. shows a person lying face down in a pool of blood on a beach with ten swords stabbed in their spine just boom 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 they have been betrayed it's dark night and they are pinned down so um, I would say there is a curse, and the curse, when we see this card, and Ali knows what I'm talking about, and I bet Lady Muse does too, we were talking earlier about different types of curses. This is the stab, stab, stab curse. This is the kind of curse that's not just words. This is a curse that might have been done with a doll or a photo or um, your name on paper, something, but something was actually stabbed. It could be a doll baby, could be something like that. People always go, oh, but they never would have made a voodoo doll. Well, I don't know that they made a voodoo doll, but they might have easily. Uh, there's actually was a physical action done. This is a stabbing curse. It's a particular kind of curse. It was done to last for a while, and the number 10 is on the card. So um, how long ago did this breakup happen? Uh, January 8th. Okay. Oh, seven months, you said, right here, seven months. Yeah. Well, this is a, I, I'm going to say this is going to last till either 10 months, well, start in January, so you got either, it's going to be the same, 10 months or the 10th month. This curse will wear off in October, or naturally, I mean, it will just, it's after 10 months. If This is not going to last for 10 years, believe me. But this was done okay. in some way, I mean, you're bound, you are, you're experiencing this recurring, recurring, because there's 10 swords here, you got to go through all of them, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a trip. And this is not, I mean, I'm not, I'm saying you can take it off and you can cut it short. But I would think that even if you did not come to us, it would have started to wear away around October. That's my, my feeling. Okay. And, um, that doesn't that doesn't mean you should just sit there and suffer until October, but at least you have an end point. And um, the the next card, the third card, is a card of blessing, and it is the Hierophant, which is interesting because um, I believe Osali just mentioned the Hierophant earlier in the show. Um, the 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 gesture of blessing. So the Hierophant is a blessing, and it shows the Hierophant blessing two priests, and it shows two keys, a road closing key and a road opening key so we're probably i would suggest that you i mean i'm not going to do the prescription for you but i would suggest that something that closes the door to the past and opens a new door is a good idea and some blessing it can be done you might need a helper to bless you but it's a, a very um interesting card as far as i see it um and I, I, what I'm looking at here is that this curse will not last the rest of your life. The stabbing curse, the curse, when you're saying your brakes failed and all of that, that can be mm-hmm. a death curse. I mean, I'm saying that probably was intended to really mess you it's up. Really and it, it's a serious, serious curse card. It's not just your little jinxing card, okay? So that's what I see here. Um, let me um, turn this over to Lady Muse, and she will read for you, and then we'll get you to Conjurman Ali, and he may have some ideas for what you should do. Thank you so much. Well, hello, Elena. How are you, sweetheart? Hi. Well, I'm, I'm good now, because I, I, I realize I'm not crazy to have thought this, so that's a plus. That's good. No, you are definitely uh, not crazy, and um, how spirit works with me is it tells me the storyline, you know, and, and then we go into other things after that. But I totally agree with Miss Cat. I'm currently utilizing the Quest Tarot, and um, she saw 
the curse. And I wanted to answer your question on where it was coming from because when we need to mm-hmm. clean ourselves up, we need to know where the root is coming from so we can pull it up mm-hmm. and, it, and it won't keep resurfacing, okay? So now the first mm-hmm. card I got is the lover's card, followed by the son of stones, the daggers are pointing in the yes position. You said that, you you know, since you've been going through this, uh, your ex keeps coming in your head. And Ms. Cat made a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a statement about, you should be one that can move forward. So um, the mm-hmm. next card I got, it, it is coming from his side, okay, and it is his sister. Okay, the next card I got is the emperor card followed by the high priestess card, and there's the sister hiding in the background, okay, hiding behind mm-hmm. the veil, all right. She wanted to um, uh, uh, wreck the structure of the relationship. Okay, but I do see you moving forward and reestablishing yourself soon. Okay, now the next card I got is the Two of Wands, and that was her agenda was to you, you said that the, the relationship was kind of perfect. Well, she wanted instead of you guys uh, going in the same direction, like two of wands, you would think they were just standing side by side. These wands are in an X position where it it makes you guys slightly start going in different positions, therefore the uh, silly argument that you have, and then all of a sudden that's it, you know. Um, So in answer to your question as far as where it's coming from, you're looking in the right direction, and you definitely need to get yourself uh, cleaned up. You know, you don't have to sit and wait that long until it wears off if you if you don't if you choose not to. Uh, Conjurman Ali. Thank you. Thank you. I think you've gotten some really good uh, readings here, and and rec- you know, uh, and they pinpoint something. <coughs> Excuse me. I should state mm-hmm. that uh, the reason this, this is manifesting the way that it is doing is that as we were mentioning earlier on in the show during the panel, uh, this sister has the ability to curse. I mentioned mm-hmm. there are some people that have the ability to call down God's power. Uh, and some people struggle. Some people will work at something and they have to keep, you know, lighting candles and doing whatnot in order to get what they want. And some people are able to really mm-hmm. just call down God's power. I recognize this ability in her. This is something that, that she has. And some people do, uh, you know, and some people don't. So this is why... She was able to manifest this. I mean, having your brakes give out that many times, that's a sign right there of, of, of her ability mm-hmm. and, and, and what she's yeah. able to kind of do here. Um, I think also there is a, a there is some astrological connection between the two. I think you you mentioned you're a Pisces, and I think he is Pisces somewhere else in his chart. I, I didn't I didn't catch it, but there might be some yes. astrological connection there. So there, this is mm-hmm. why you might have because I mean you know you technically should be able to move on. Pisces do move on. It's just who they are. But when there's this yeah. kind of connection, an addiction can form. Um, Pisces in particular has a, has an inclination towards some type of addiction. So bear that bear that mm-hmm. in mind. So we're we're gonna right. do first is gonna kill this jinx, break away this curse, and see where you stand then. I'm not going to give you reconciliation work. I'm not gonna give you any type of work to draw back or yeah. anything along those lines. Because I want to first deal with this matter. And then once this is resolved, you can then think to yourself, do I wanna give this another shot? Is my mind clear? Am I no longer thinking about him? You can then be in a better place. You'll have the clarity you need decide what's next there's a kind of a, a multi-step process so follow along the first what we're going to do is i want you to get jinx killer incense and i want you to also get brand new scissors just go to a place and buy some scissors uh, metal ones no plastic ones actual metal ones 
you're going to uh, light this incense in some type of heat-proof bowl, a small little uh, sensor or thurible or anything of that sort. You're going to set this down on the ground, and you're going to set a chair before it. You're going to sit on the chair and put your feet to either side of the, the, the incense so that it's kind of blowing between your feet and up. You're going to take a blanket and you're going to wrap it around yourself and extend your arms so that they go around all your feet and also the incense. What this will do is capture all the smoke so that the smoke billows up uh, inside of the blanket and it'll go into every nook and cranny of your body and kind of cleanse and let the incense smoke for a little bit and sit there and as you're doing so, pray. Pray sincerely, pray from your heart, call out, say, Lord, I have done no wrong, I have been harmed, evil has been sent my way, I call upon you to break this evil, to drive it away from me, to cleanse and purify me with this holy offering, uh, with this holy burnt offering, the incense acting as an offering. And the reason I, I want you to use incense is the Ten of Swords there. The swords are strongly associated with air, and I use incense whenever they show up in this way. So this is a good way of kind of removing the uh, daggers, if you will, taking away the knives that have been stabbed. Once the incense starts to uh, go down, throw the blanket off in a kind of dramatic gesture and stand up, do so without knocking over the incense, and allow the kind of smoke to evaporate from you. Then reach over and grab those brand new scissors. And I want you to take the scissors and just make some cutting gestures with them around your body in the air. You're going to cut, 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 cut. Cutting around your head, over the top in particular, like as if someone may have perhaps stuck something down onto your head. You want to cut, and you're going to basically try to feel and cut away any threads, energetic, spiritual threads that might be around you. You're going to use this scissor, and you're going to cut all the way down, and you're going to start from your head and go all the way down. You're not actually touching your body with this. You're cutting in the air. Then you're going to get some uh, 7-Eleven holy oil. You can also do protection oil if you prefer. Um, I like holy oil for this particular working. Uh, you're going to uh, anoint. This will be the hierophant, the blessing. You're going to anoint the uh, scissors, you're going to then take the ashes of the incense and the scissors outside, and you're going to stab those scissors down into the ground open. So you're going to use your two hands, open the scissors up, uh, not too wide, just enough so that they're open, and stab it into the dirt next to your door. Uh, if you don't have dirt next to your door, you can do it into a planter. And you're going to push it really deep in there. This is to take the knives that have been stabbed and you redirect that sort of stabbing energy to something more protective for you so that this knife will now act as your guardian and ensure that you will be safe from any type of further curses, harm, or evil that is directed your way. You're going to take the used ash from the incense and dispose it of a crossroads, throw it over your left shoulder, and walk away without looking back. It is important that you do not look back. You must be confident in what you do, put your trust that the work has been completed and you are free. Once this is done, I do recommend to attend some type of religious service, whatever religion you are. 
I do think that some type of formal communal setting is good here. And in that, this can be a church, you can go to a synagogue, a mosque, whatever it is. Uh, you can go to a pagan temple, whatever type of ceremony, something that, that you feel some resonance with. And when you were there, I want you to light a candle for yourself, light a candle for uh, your ex, and light a candle for the sister. This is the blessing. This is the hierophant, and you're going to say, Lord, I ask you to bring your blessing, to bring peace, to bring tranquility, to bring goodness in all our lives so that we can move on from this wickedness and evil once and for all. I put this in your hands with trust or creator. I put this in your hands, trust, etc. whatever, whoever you pray to. But I do think that a blessing here will help to seal the issue and ensure that you are able to move on. Then... Once this is all done, spend a couple days just kind of recouping and resting and relaxing, uh, and then take stock. Where are you in your life? What is it that you want? Which direction do you want to head in? Because I think part of this is to, the, the, the curse work can, has created a sort of unhealthy attachments and bonds, and you want to see where you stand after it's done. This is my recommendation. It's a pretty straightforward work, but I think it's uh, thorough and useful uh, for what you are going through. I'm going to turn this over and see if Miss Cat or Lady Muse have any adjustments to make or anything further to add on because they did your reading, so they might have some particulars. So, uh, Miss Cat and Lady Muse? Thank you yeah. so much. Um, well, I'm going to read out something that was in the chat room. Uh, Kelly Mojo Girl said, I would also recommend call her clean her room or her entire house with Chinese wash front to back. And I might even ask to do that before embarking upon the, the, the spell work that Ollie gave. Mm-hmm. In other words, go into it clean, at least bathe. What do you say, Lady Muse? I like that, um, going into it before you do the work, um, but also have uh, some sort of spray or something for after because when you're cleaning up the house, you're kind of getting a little dusty as well. So you want to make sure yes. you, you clean yourself up uh, after you clean the house. But what I really mm-hmm. wanted to add was is after the uh, ritual that uh, Conjure Man gave you, don't forget to do some sort of protection ritual or get you some type of amulet to protect yourself. For the future, you always have to uh, keep yourself protected from things like that. A lot of times when we use the amulets or silver or something like that, if you can tell when a hit has been uh, uh, given because you, it can turn colors, it, you can lose it. It, it kind of gives you a heads up to, hey, watch out, pray. It's time to pray. You know, it's time to cover yourself. So I would definitely uh like to add that in there protection. That's a good that's a good one too. Let the let the amulet, whether it's silver or a mirror type or an eye type, let it take mm. the hits, if any, are redirected towards you. Therefore you don't need to have your brakes go out. It takes the hit. It wear an amulet on a very thin chain. If the chain breaks it takes the hit. If you if you lose it, if it falls over, you can read about these amulets and that would be very good. All right, well there's our our music. That's a very good one, Lady Muse. All right, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt. Support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Finalist, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual.
Crystal Churches, located online at uh, crystalsilently.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is calling from country code 8 in Jamaica. This is Love 4. Love 4, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. I see this is your first time calling in, and thank you for entrusting us with your situation today. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. And now I see that you have not had any uh, readings with Miss Kat or Conchman Ali, um, but you have had uh, readings done on this particular situation uh, with a witch you met through Instagram and an Obeo worker that uh, is in your hometown in the past month. Is that correct? Yes, I did. All right, and we had to modify your uh, your description just for on-air readability. And love for rights. My kid's father and I have been together for ten years, but would would uh, but we've been separated for six months. After the birth of my second child, I found out he was cheating, and he then decided he wanted to move on. He has completely changed. It's very hard to believe he just walked out of our lives like this. Yeah, I still miss him, and I really want to, uh, to want him to uh, him back. I paid a guy for uh, from Jamaica who promised to bring him back, but there's been no results, and he no longer respond responds to me. Uh, what should I do, and how can I get him back if this is possible? Turn back to you, Miss Cat. All right. Well, I'm going to ask that both versions be put in to the chat log. We usually we go with the shorter mm. one when we tell people four sentences, but I noticed in reading the longer version that the new girlfriend is currently pregnant, and that's an important uh, added piece important. of information. Yes. <laughs> Whoever yes. shortened that one, yeah, whoever yes. shortened that one had to had was not thinking on on what that means as far as trying to get the guy back. Because I'm just going to say this real quick. Originally, you have three people involved. You got actually, you got you and him. That's two people. Then you have two children. Now we got four people, right? Two children want want mm-hmm. daddy. You want your husband or man, and um, mm-hmm. and then you got him. Then you got a new lady. Now you got five people involved. Now you've got her baby. <laughs> you got six people involved. It's yeah, harder to move. It's harder to move six people. Uh, there's a lot of, of uh, energy there. That baby has done nothing wrong, and it's yeah, not the baby's right. fault. And so if we were to say, oh, curse her to hell, that's not a good thing because now she's got the baby. And if we were even to say, let him um, let him walk and drop her and come back to you, well, what about that baby? So he's made this mess. He's made the mess. He has made the mess, okay? This isn't yeah. just, oh, she just used her wiles on him. All right. Having said that, I'm going to uh, turn this over to Ali for a reading. Okay. Thanks, Ms. Kat. I think those are those are very important details. Uh, I've pulled some cards here, and and uh, they had, they're a bit of a mixed bag. So first we have the chariot card. Uh, and the chariot card is a person who has uh, control and dominance over the situation. This is a victor with a chariot with two sphinxes uh, that uh, are, are um, uh, the kind of drivers of the chariot. So there isn't any rain. What this indicates to us is that as much as uh, we can say that this woman has exerted some type of influence and perhaps she has exerted a sort of sexual influence or sort of emotional influence over him, the true author of this uh, situation is him. 
he himself. Uh, this, there's something within him that desired it. Uh, I think there is a part of him that wanted to feel uh, something, to feel uh, powerful, to feel beloved, to feel on top of the world. And this is why uh, he, he cheated, and this is why he was with someone else. I suspect that you will find um, that uh, it, he did not perhaps cheat just with her, that there may have been a little bit of a more cheating going on than you realize. This happens to be the one you found out about or the one that he was most serious about. But there's yeah. a part of him that kind of wants it all. Um, he wants to, to have his cake and eat it too, and the chariot card speaks of that. And it also speaks to uh, needing to understand that the way forward is, is going to involve uh, something that is blended, that is going to be a mix of the black and the white chariot here. But it's not going to be either or. It's not going to be uh, him with you or him with her, but there's going to be a bit of, 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 of sort of blending that goes on there. So be aware of this. Be aware who the author and originator of all this problem truly is. Uh, that's important to recognize so that you can acknowledge uh, that the, the accountability there, that this is uh, also likely not a single one-off event that he may have cheated uh, before or, or uh, has a, has, uh, had cheated a few times. The next card, which leads us to where you are currently, and that is the Eight of Swords. So once more, we have a sword card. Uh, this is the card before sort of the Ten of Swords image, one, one step removed, eight, nine, and then ten, which we saw in the previous one. And the Eight of Swords is not yet uh, the stabbing destruction that we see in the Ten of Swords, but it is getting there. It is eight swords that are stabbed downwards, uh, trapping an individual who is wrapped up, bound up, and blindfolded in there, staring, standing very precariously in a swamp. Whichever direction that you will turn, there will be pain. And, and that is very difficult to hear, and, I, and I'm sorry to be the sort of bearer of this. But if you decide to move on, that will come with hurt. If you decide to hold on, it will come with hurt. Uh, you are unclear of what the road ahead of you holds, and you are unclear of what the future holds or which direction to even turn. So you have come to us for a reading, and this is a good thing. The key here, however, is that you, this is not enough. You will need someone to work with you more regularly, someone to be a regular reader for you so that they can help to see what you cannot see so that they can identify those swords ahead of you before you hurt yourself. So you don't necessarily need to, you know, go out and hire a million people, but you should have someone that you trust or you rely on that you turn to who will be a regular guide to you to help you with this matter because you right now are not in a position to affect the change that you want. The final card that we have is the Emperor. Now, the Emperor is not exactly the card we want when we hear reconciliation or love. It does indicate that it is possible for this person to return back to you, that it can be a sign of victory after a long and hard journey. It can be a sign of, hey, maybe he'll come back. But it is not a sign that your love with him or his love for you will be restored. It is a cold card. It is a card of of victory, but victory uh, through coercive means. And that means that you're going to have to fight and fight very hard. But when he does return to you, it will not be a full victory. He will still have a lot of a power in the relationship. The emperor indicates that he's likely going to have uh, you in his life and her in his life, and he's going to, uh, you know, have uh, children from both families. 
So what you can do is instead of thinking of reconciliation, to think in terms of responsibility. You have children with me. You have a debt of responsibility to take care of these children. You need to emotionally support them, socially support them, financially support them. I am the mother of your children. Come up, step up, and do what is right. And in that instance, you will be far more victorious and successful, and you can draw him back that way. But doing so means that he will also step up and take responsibility for his other child. And this would be the reason why we saw that sort of blended victory in the chariot card. So that's what I have here. Uh, This is going to be a long road. I don't suspect that this will be completed or victorious by the end of the summer. Instead, I get a very strong sense that this may last upwards of a year, that you may not see results until early May or early June of next year, or like solid victory. You'll have movement and signs, and he may talk to you and whatnot. So this is going to take a little bit longer than you realize. Be aware of that. Um, But that's the path forward. You will need a regular reader. You will need to do work to really make him responsible for his actions and accountable to his duties. But also be aware that if you're hoping for love and reconciliation, is a little bit less likely and that there's some deeper emotional problems to be aware of. That's what I see here. I'm going to turn this over to Lady Muse, who will continue to do another reading, and then Miss Cat will give you some root work recommendations. Hi, thank you. Well, now, uh, Conjure Man Ali, I just wanted you to know, I did get the chariot card as well on the split, so I just want you to know I saw that too. Yes. So now um, I wanted to reiterate with what Conjure Man is saying and what Miss, because I do see him being a ladies' man. The first card I got is the Father of Cups. The dagger is pointing in the yes position, followed by the four stones, and then the nine of cups. I'm going to try to slow down a little bit, Miss Cat. And then the four (laughs) of cups. Okay? So I do see him. He likes the ladies. Now, um, you um, would need to decide within yourself what it is that you want. I often tell people that when you decide to have a baby, you need to make up in your mind that regardless of whether this guy's going to be here or not, I'm going to be a mommy, okay? And so with this being said, we do have to be aware that there is another child involved. So whatever type of root work you have done, the kids need to be protected. The children must be protected because they are are of innocent, okay? So now okay. there are two ways. As he said, there is, I don't see an easy road, okay, with this. I know you love this guy, okay? I did get the Daughter of Wands followed by the Fool card and then the Son of Wands and then the Two of Cups in the end, but I don't see it being an easy journey. Like uh, he was saying that what if he does come back, you know, strategic root work has to be done and he, for him to even get him to come back because you guys are not talking right now, okay? So once that takes place, he still has some things that he has to work out within himself to be that stand-up guy that you're looking for. So if you have to, you're going to have to take it a step further, you understand, to create the environment that you want to have. And then also keeping in mind that there is another child involved. So I know that's not your child and you might be a little bit bitter, but it's going to come to a point where you're going to have to accept that child if you want to accept this man and forgive him. You understand? And it's going to take time for him to settle down and not be such a ladies' man. That's a whole other fight. So, yes, there's a lot of stuff involved 
awfully hard. So you can think about cutting and clearing the situation and then moving forward and drawing in new love. Oftentimes when we move forward, here they come, sniffing back at your gate as soon as they see you with someone else. Okay, so there's different ways that you can uh, get this situation uh, remedied. But I really, really want you to think about what it is that you want because you have that little one and you have to think not just for you but for that little one as well, okay? And you don't need to be stressed out and going through emotional roller coasters behind anybody. You know, conjure man will tell you, kick him to the curb. You know, he'll tell you, if he ain't acting right, (laughs) kick him to the curb. But we understand how love can, you know, kind of dictate what we do. Miss Kat? Mm. Yeah. All right. I'm just I, getting my strength, but I'm good. Like, I think mm. I've gotten over the sleepless nights and crying every day. I'm a little stronger than I was before now. Yeah. Well, it's very hard to see something that you've worked for and poured your, poured your heart into for 10 years to see it all come apart like that. And there is bitterness. I, You know, you have to go through that path. You have to walk that path. As Ollie said, that path is not going to be over. Now, she's pregnant now. Do you know when the baby is due? Uh, I'm not sure. I think she's about four months. But she did tell because she's the one that called me and told me she was pregnant. He didn't tell me. And she mm-hmm. said to me that my kids' money are going to be short because she's knowing the picture and my kid's money has been short for the past couple months. And then she said, after giving birth to that first child, she's going to go for a second one so both of us can have two kids for him. And she told, because my mother tried to reach out to her and let her know what she's doing is wrong, and she was like, the only reason why she loves Michael is because of the love that he has for me. And she has been mm-hmm. saying some crazy things. So she knew I, what she was yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And I also heard you say something that's very significant so that we can both have two kids for him. Him. Not yes. with him, but for him. This is the idea that Ollie brought up with that car, the chariot, and Lady Muse got the chariot. He's the driver. He's the driver. Mm-hmm. You can, I can tell you, stand up for yourself, lady. Stand up for yourself and don't do it for him. But you've already socially, emotionally, spiritually done it. Uh, you've put yourself in that situation. Now this other lady have children for him. All right. I'm just going to say that's a recipe for disaster because in the end you're nobody's queen. You're just somebody's handmaiden. And I'm telling you yeah. that from the heart of someone who did it, was there, has had that happen. So be careful. Be careful. It's very hard. So I know you are going to need a counselor. That the, the, the cards show that you have been somewhat tied tied up, and I would not be surprised if he hadn't didn't have in some hand in ruling and controlling both women. Mm-hmm. And I think he's had a few others. I, I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to like condemn him to hell either. He has his reasons and who he is. But what I said uh, also about the emperor is important. Make him take his responsibility seriously. I don't believe you'll ever recapture, from these risk reading, you will not recapture soon, if at all, the love. But um, So I would advise you to seek and go forward looking for something new because I don't believe this man is it. Now, as far as it goes, to keep your own heart clean and pure and to keep him responsible. Do you still see him at all, ever? Does he come and see the children? 
Well, he hardly. Well, he was trying to make every effort to see them, but recently, he has not come. I think for the past month, he hasn't come to see them. But he was okay, asking this, is... this morning if I could send them for the summer, but I mm-hmm. said no. Yeah. So what I'd like you to do is to arrange for him to see the children in such a way that you are physically present. Do not send them. What I'd like you to do, if you have anything of his and of the children, a photo of all of you together, I want you to work with that photo. What I find works the very best is hair. And so if you don't have any of his hair, never probably thought to get it. Uh, Never thought you'd need it. But get his hair, your hair, and the children's hair. And I want you to put them together. Either If if they're long enough, you could braid them together. If they're short little pieces of hair, you can just take and use a little bit of soft wax and just make a ball out of them and put them in the wax. Um, But you want to make a charm that has the hair of all of you in it. It means you've got to get his hair. If you can't get his hair, you can work with a photo. Okay. And on Uh, that photo... Okay, so you can if you make a little charm of all of you together, and sometimes if you make a little ball, use as little wax as possible, put it, put it around the hair, and just start winding thread around it like a little uh, make ends up like a little red jack ball. It's just a little you know use sewing thread and just throw so so so, and as you turn around, you can tie in little knots, tie a knot. Let us always be together. Let us always be together. Let him always remember his children. Let him always give money for his children. Let him always have time for his children. But I believe that sending the children there for the summer, you were right in saying no, because she is going to try to put something on those children to turn them against you. Don't don't let it home. happen. Yep. Okay, I, I, I really can feel that. But he is mm. the irresponsible party here. And if you get that little charm made with all your hairs, now you're going to put it with a coin, and you can put it even between two coins. So it would be like a little hamburger with a little the little thing with the hairs and the wax, and you put it between two coins, right? Then you're going to put those two coins, you're going to sew, take some soft, soft leather, and sew two discs, cut two discs, and then whip stitch it all around. And you can also, around that, to make it sort of a a dome shape, it'll look like a little flying saucer when you're done, you can um, put around that, um, the two coins, a little bit of um, uh, soft incense powder or dupe incense, something like that. Not the stick incense, but the kind that you get from Indian people that's a, a soft log incense and to break it up, put it in there. Or you can just take any kind of incense powder that is for money for money and for family. So money, house, blessing, incense, for instance. If you use it, if you moisten it a little bit um, with oil, it'll work uh, to make it soft enough. You're going to not make, don't make it all oily now. You're going to make a little sort of a sandwich with your guys' hair, with the money, and with the incense powder or dupe incense, and then you're going to whip stitch that in together. And it'll be a little like a flattened ball. It'll look like a, like a little lentil, you know, like you make lentil soup out of and you wrap that up. That is a charm. Now, you can have someone make this for you, by the way. If you don't know how to do these things, I'm just, you know, you're somewhere in Jamaica. But I'm sure someone knows how to do these. But we we make them for people. And you you're going to put this together. I'm sorry. Say again? I'm just like a question. You said if I can't get his hair, I could use a photo of him? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I'm talking for that charm. I said you're going to make it that way. If you can't get his hair, you can do something else. That would be to use a photo and put the photo between, make a very small print of that photo or fold the photo up and fold it again, put it between two coins and put the incense. But honest to gosh, I would use the hair. Sew it up in that little leather thing and carry that. You can make one of them for each child and one for you. Put them in their clothing. 
that's about all I got time for. I wish I could tell you some more. Don't let the kids go to see her unaccompanied. <clears throat> all right. We're going to turn this over to our network schedule announcement. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our freestyle segment with Lady Muse of HouseOfSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California. Text away, Lady Muse. Okay, the title of this one is I Bless You With This Curse. So I hope everyone have their pads and pens and tablets, and here we go. All right, the, uh, we're going to use a diamond sigil. The ritual day is going to be on Thursday. The hour is Jupiter. The moon cycle is the waning moon cycle. Items needed, three candles, black, white, green. We're going to make a sigil mix using cascarilla, which is white eggshell powder, ginger, white pepper powder. Okay, that's what we're going to use for our mix. Then, number three, the second pinnacle of Jupiter. This is to acquire glory, honors, riches, and all kinds of goods with great tranquility of the mind. Now, remember, we're using this to bless someone to move away to something greater that's going to keep them occupied, okay? So the next one we're going to use is the number 70 of the 72 names of God, which is Yud Bet Mim, which is recognizing design beneath disorder. All right, so here are the steps to manifest your intent. First, you're going to clean your ritual space and tools with your spiritual waters. Florida waters will work. Also, you can smudge your work area with sage. You're going to create a hot foot get-the-hell-on mixture of the cascarilla shell powder, the ginger, and the white pepper powder. Number three, you're going to draw a diamond sigil on the ground using the white hot foot get-the-hell-on mix. Then next, number four, you're going to place the black candle inscribed with the target's name and any other tag lock that you may have on the 12 o'clock point of the triangle on top of the second pinnacle of Jupiter, okay? You're going to add one drop of crown of success oil, one drop of inflammatory confusion oil, and a pinch of lodestone dust or grit. Okay, because we're going to give them wealth, give them a success, but with a lot of crazy responsibility so they won't have any type of time to be worried about you, okay, and your situation. Wow. Number, number five, we're going to place your white candle at the 3 o'clock point of the triangle on the top of your bless, blessing petition paper for your target. So you're going to write your blessing, what it is that you're trying to bless this target with. I bless you with the promotion in another company. I bless you with the man of your own. I bless you with the baby. Whatever your blessing is, you're going to write that blessing petition and put it under the 3 o'clock white candle, okay? 
You're going to dress this candle with a pinch of gravel root, a pinch of master of the woods, a pinch of grains of paradise, and a drop of crown of success oil. Always remember, less is best. You don't have to overload your stuff because you do not want to get a bad burn, okay? Mm -hmm. Number six, place your red candle at the 9 o'clock point of the triangle on top of your curse petition paper for the target. So the, the curse paper, you're going to write uh, major responsibilities, everything that you want to go along with the blessing to keep the target occupied, okay, and away from your situation. Okay, so uh, then you're going to dress the candle with the with eight black mustard seeds. And I know you're probably saying, well, Lady Muse, why eight? Eight is also, if you turn it sideways, it's a sign of infinity. And we want their stuff to keep going. We want them to be so caught up in their mess that it never stops. They're still being blessed, but they got so much things going on that it never stops and they won't be focused on you. So you're going to use the number eight, black mustard seeds, with a pinch of Master of the Woods and a pinch of the Grains of Paradise. Next, you're going to position yourself at the 6 o'clock position of the triangle. So this is going to be drawn on the ground, okay? So you're not going to use a candle for the 6 o'clock. You're going to be the 6 o'clock. Now, you can revise this if you have to do it on an altar and put a candle representing you at the 6 o'clock position, should you choose to, okay? But you want to stand at the 6 o'clock position of the triangle, standing with your feet slightly apart and your arms in a V formation. Not pointing up, but your left arm towards the red candle and your right arm towards the right candle. Because remember, you're getting ready to move this energy. You're getting ready to send them positive energy and make some things happen for them. Okay? So this is what you're going to push to them. You're going to will this to them. All right? So this is what you're going to chant. The 70th name of God, Yud Bet Mem, eight times while visualizing on your intent. After the eighth time, begin your prayer incantation. I bless you with success, cursed with overwhelming responsibilities. I bless you with a promotion that quickly takes you the hell away. You go away to your new sea of responsibilities, and in good health and wealth, I will stay. I bless you with this curse of promotion, and in my way, you will never again be. Get the hell on your journey. So mote it be. I bless you with this curse. Miss Cat. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That, that is amazing. That, my friends. <laughs> That, my friends, is why Lady Muse is famous. That was an incredible spell, just incredible. incredible. And uh, and let's hear it for the House of Self Empowerment. She just taught you folks. I'm going to say she just taught y'all a $500 spell for free. That was fantastic. Oh, I, I love I love the use. First of all, the balance is amazing. Right, the the use of mustard seeds, for example. I love and white also the use of and white mustard. I, I love that, right? And white, white pepper versus black. black. Oh man, this brilliant. is brilliant, brilliant, so brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Especially there's something so. This is like this is like when this is 
this is like when the when the when the famous chefs go to visit the other chef and they go, "That's the best soup I've ever had." Yeah. <laughs> no, you, guys, well, you don't. You don't you always just, use the word beautiful for a spell, but there's something yeah. very beautiful about this. Yeah, well, yeah, thank no, you, that, that is that is um that is so balanced. Oh, and Papa Newt said something in the chat room. That is the Libra of Lady Muse. Uh, oh, and Lady Muse. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. that well, You got your money's worth. You guys got your money's worth. Read that one over. It's posted in the chat log. She pre wrote it out so that it's all there. Amazing. Dang, Lady Muse, that was incredible. Cat, I learned from the best. Oh, thank you so much. You have surpassed me in many ways. This is that. No, that's the kind of work that is um, just vibrant, vibrant. When you describe it, I can see it happening. Just amazing. All right. Well, it was great having you on the show. And, again, are we just going to announce again, uh, Lady Muse, by the way, and Miss Michael, who's also in our chat room. Lady Muse and Miss Michael, long supporters of AIR, have been uh, given the honor of becoming honorary members of the Board of Bishops of the AISC. And we're both happy to welcome both of them. Miss Michael and Lady Muse are very worthy workers. And if you all need help, either one of them can help you. So, um, yeah, now we have uh, two honorary members of the Board of Bishops, and we're happy to have them. All right, I'm going to turn this over to Papa Newt. My gosh, uh, that was just mind-blowing. Papa Newt, take it away. Thank you, Catherine Conjurman Ali, and thank you, Lady Muse of HouseOfSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers will be Laura Rivera from uh, HerHomeHoodoo.com in Providence, Rhode Island. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Carrier in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Head by the Lucky Mojo at Born.LuckyMojo.com and Conjurman Ali at TheConjurman.com in Mission Diego, California. I'm your announcer, Papa Nick. Joining you from popnew.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available and archived by luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here. I invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Jug Band game, the Jug Band Vaults. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Papa New. We've got just a few <laughs> seconds here. I want to ask everybody who knows Papa Newt to just say a nice prayer. Let's hope everything goes well on Monday, okay? All right, we're just going to bow our Prayers heads. Prayers and blessings. So mo to be, amen. 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 Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.